This is the Breath of Fresh Jets podcast with Charlie Badwini. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Breath of Fresh Jets podcast. I'm your host, Charlie, and this is your number one spot for all things Jets content and news. The Jets officially announced four rookie numbers for our first four draft picks. Zach Wilson will be wearing the number two in the NFL, not number one or 11 like at BYU. Our stud guard and 14th overall pick, Elijah Vera Tucker, will be wearing the number 75, which is interesting because I thought the Jets had retired that number for the, the late, great Winston Hill. Uh, the left tackle for our Super Bowl team back in 68, but if it's not retired, I, I guess it's fair game. Uh, Elijah Moore, our brand new stud wide receiver, 34th overall pick will be wearing number eight. Thanks to the New Jersey rules that were passed by the NFL this past offseason, giving wide receivers and running backs and corners the opportunity to wear any single digit numbers, so that'll be fun. And running back Michael Carter at a UNC will be wearing the number 32, which is I think is a great number for a running back, so that's exciting. Zach Wilson's mom was in the news this week for saying a few things on her Instagram and, of course, the New York media blowing it all up out of proportion. She said some stuff about masks, some stuff about Disneyland, and honestly, I couldn't give less of a crap. I mean, this all started the, the day after Wilson was drafted when uh, he was on Carton and Roberts on WFAN and Craig Carton was making some stupid comments about his mom and all this stuff, and ever since then, she's been in the spotlight getting... Instagram followers, and, and it's just, who cares, guys? Who cares? Zach hasn't even played a snap yet, and everyone's trying to run him out of town already, you know, like, just digging this stuff up. Let it let it go. Like, who cares? Who cares what his mom says? L- let Mrs. Wilson talk all she wants. Let the kid play, and, and that's all that matters to it. In some actual Jets news, the entire 2021 schedule was released, the 18-week season, and we have every single game that the Jets are going to play, and I could not be more excited about this schedule. It is completely in our favor. There's no back-to-back away games. We do play in London, but the week after that's the bye, so it's not that big of a deal. And a lot of winnable games all over the schedule. I, I would say there's only one or two where I can say, all right, chalk that up to a defeat. And one of those is the defending champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Buffalo Bills, who are our pretty decent team so why don't we uh, hop into this and take a look at each game and break it down week by week off the bat three preseason games at the new york giants at the green bay packers home against the eagles all tbd no set dates yet but two away one home it'll be fun to watch some of the uh, the rookies and undrafted free agents you know shoot their shot and get their chance at you know making that roster that final 53 man now the schedule dropped wednesday may 12th at around 8 p.m but the morning of, they announced the Week 1 games just to, you know, get some hype built up. And the biggest headline from that for the Jets, of course, was they're opening the season in Carolina against Sam Darnold, their former franchise quote-unquote quarterback. Now, as a Jets fan, I know this game is going to go one of two ways. It could be a great game for us. Wilson has a, has a great coming-out party, and the Jets find a way to win. Or... Sam Darnold throws for 300 yards, three touchdowns, lights it up, is throwing the ball all over the place. Panthers are running over our defense. The classic lol Jets narrative, you know, the the quarterback that the Jets traded is dunking on them. And, you know, you got all those talking heads going, oh, the Jets shouldn't have traded Sam Darnold. Look how good he is. 
But all that aside, I, I think this is a great opener, regardless of the Sam Darnold revenge game narrative. The Panthers weren't a great team by any means last year, but they're, they still have a lot of weapons on offense. They have a young ascending defense. They're a very similar team to, to the Jets, I would say. And they're going to be a great measuring stick to see where we are going into the 2021 regular season. We'll do a, a little way too early, you know, record prediction for the Jets here with going along the schedule. And I'll chalk up this week one win at the Carolina Panthers for the Jets. Week two is the home opener against the New England Patriots. That's going to be interesting. The Patriots obviously are, are retooled and raring to go after a pretty busy offseason. They got a bunch of shiny new toys, but however, I, I still don't think the Patriots are, are as good as, as as they've been, you know, obviously when they were in their prime with Brady. I still think they're a solid team. I would say the Jets split their games with them this season. I, give them the win here week two, but down the line in Foxborough, I'm, I'm not too sure. It's a pretty well-known fact that the Patriots aren't always at their best in September. Belichick likes to use like that first month of games is kind of like their preseason. Figure out what works, figure out what players are going to work for his uh, his system that year. So uh, we catch the Patriots sleeping a little bit week two. Give them the win there. We move to 2-0. Week three, we fly out to Denver to play the Broncos. That's a, that's a 4 o'clock game. Denver, uh, also not a very good team. They made some moves in the offseason to you know patch up the defense a bit more. They brought in former All-Pro Bears cornerback Kyle Fuller. Him and Vic Vangio have some connections from their both their times there in Chicago. Uh, you know, they acquired Teddy Bridgewater from the Panthers for a little competition with Drew Locke. Who knows who'll be playing quarterback this game, one of those two. But um, I, I chalked this up as another win for the Jets. I just don't think the Broncos are that good of a team. And like I said, the schedule doesn't have the the highest of competition throughout it. I mean, there, there's a lot, of, a lot of easy, winnable games across it, I'm, I'm telling you. Week four, we're back home against the Tennessee Titans for a one o'clock home game. They've been to the playoffs the past two years. You know, in 2019, they lost to the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game. Last year to the Ravens in the wild card round. They got a great coach in Mike Rabel, a great team. You know, Ryan Tannehill has had the resurgence of a lifetime. Derrick Henry, one of the best running backs in football. The defense, still solid. And overall, probably just a better team than the Jets. I, I chalk up the Jets' first loss of the season here at week four at home moving us to 3-1 and one on the season, going into Week 5 against the Atlanta Falcons in London. Falcons are a very talented team. Uh, they just the past few years have lacked the coaching they've needed to put it all together. They moved off of Dan Quinn midseason last year, and this past offseason they hired uh, Titans offensive coordinator Arthur Smith to run the show. Still got a great offense. Matt Ryan can still sling it. Calvin Ridley's a great receiver. Julio Jones, there's been whispers that he might be on the move. Uh, the Falcons could be looking to trade him. His cap hits a little large for this year. But regardless, they drafted Kyle Pitts fourth overall. That offense is still a threat. However, the defense is still very suspect, and I expect the Jets to pick up a win in the UK Week 5 against the Atlanta Falcons, moving us to 4-1 and one on the season. Of course, after flying across the pond like that, the NFL gives those teams the bye. That gives the Jets an early bye Week 6, and then after that, we go to Week 7 at the New England Patriots. Like I said before, the Patriots, uh, although they're not as good as they were, they st they're still a pretty good team. They still have the greatest football coach of all time, and I would chalk up a, an L here at Week 7 in Foxborough against the Patriots, moving the Jets to 5-2 and two on the season. I just realized going through this again that the Jets play the Patriots twice before they play any other, any other team in the division, uh, the Dolphins or Bills. Interesting, but, uh, you know, might as well get it out of the way early, right? Week 8 falls on Halloween, October 31st, and that's a home game against the Cincinnati Bengals and Joe Burrow. The Bengals are an interesting young team. 
obviously on offense, they're loaded in the weapon department. They got Burrow, of course. They got Jamar Chase, who was their first-round pick this past draft. They got Joe Mixon at the running back position, who's a superstar. And Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins, who are both uh, pretty great receivers on their own. So it really just depends on how that offensive line holds up and how, how well they can protect Joe Burrow. And if he's still standing upright by Week 8, I cannot wait to see him play in person. So... I'm going to chalk this up as a Jets win. I think overall as a team, the Jets have a better defense and maybe not a better offense, but I think we'll be able to keep pace and eventually win this game. Moving the Jets to 5-2 on the season. Heading into Week 9, we have our first and only primetime game of the season. We head to Indianapolis to play the Colts on Thursday night football. Colts are a good team. They won their division last year with uh, with the 38-year-old Phillip Rivers playing quarterback, and I, I think they'll be about the same this year. Definitely going to take that division home. That defense is is suffocating, and I, I see Zach Wilson struggling here on the road on a short week. Chalk that up as an L, moving the Jets to 5-3 and three on the season after Week 9. You're listening to The Breath of Fresh Jets with Charlie Badwini. Going into week 10, we have a little bit of a mini-buy, you know, Thursday night football, you get that weekend off, and then a few extra days to prepare. Our first home till against the Buffalo Bills, I don't see us winning this game. The Bills, obviously, were in the AFC Championship game last year. They, they've made some fine additions, and they're just going to keep getting better. They're a young team, as much as I hate to say it, who are going to be contending for a little bit here. Hopefully in a few years we'll, we'll, we'll be the top dog in the AFC East, but as of right now, I think that title belongs to the Buffalo Bills. The Jets lose at home, moving to 5-4 and four on the season. Week 11 is our first home tilt against the Miami Dolphins, another young ascending team, though not quite at the level of the Buffalo Bills just yet. They've got a great head coach in Brian Flores, you know, Tua Tungle-Viola, there's a few question marks around him, but I think by week 11 we'll know how he's playing. However, I'm going to give the Jets the win here at home against the Miami Dolphins. And quick side note here, I, I love the placement of the Dolphins game. It's uh, November 21st, and whenever the schedule comes out any year, I always look for that home game against the Dolphins because I, I like it to be as late as possible because, you know, going to play in Miami, the, the season, uh, the, the weather's going to be the same no matter when you go, really. But I, I like to have the Dolphins come up later in the season when, when it starts to get colder. You know, of course, they're used to playing. They're, they're, they're professional football players, but any, any kind of advantage, I'll take it. So I, I like the placement of this Dolphins game here. Week 12, we have an away game at Houston to play the Texans. Texans most likely will be one of the worst uh, teams in the league going into 2021. Their roster is pretty, pretty abysmal, and who knows who will be playing quarterback. Definitely not Deshaun Watson. Jets get a win here in Houston, moving to 7-4 and four on the season. Week 13 is the quote-unquote 17th game that the NFL added this season. The Jets are playing the Philadelphia Eagles, who finished last in the NFC East in 2020, which created this matchup. And fun fact, the Jets have never beaten the Philadelphia Eagles. However... I expect the Eagles to be pretty bad this season, so I think the Jets pick up their first franchise win over the Eagles, moving us to 8-4 on the season. Week 14, we have a home game against the New Orleans Saints. Although they had to make a few roster moves to get under the salary cap this offseason, I still think they're a solid team. Sean Payton's a great head coach, and I think Jameis Winston's going to have a career year in New Orleans as the starting quarterback. I think he'll win that, that training camp competition between him and Taysom Hill. And the Saints will be a, a somewhat decent team in 2021. So going to chalk this up as a Jets loss, moving us to 8-5 and five on the season. Week 15 is our second game against the Miami Dolphins in Miami. I'm going to have the Jets split the season matchup with the Dolphins 1-1. One one. 
We'll lose in Miami, but we'll get the win at home at MetLife, moving us to 8-6 on the season, heading into Week 16. My favorite game of the regular season, Trevor Lawrence versus Zach Wilson, the number one pick versus the number two pick. Week 16, a home game against the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think the Jets are going to win this game. I think they're a better team than the Jaguars, 100%. Better weapons, better defense, better offensive line. And Zach Wilson proves why he is the best quarterback in the 2021 NFL draft class. The Jets pick up a win on the day after Christmas, moving us to 9-6 on the season. Week 17, a home tilt against the defending Super Bowl champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I know I'll be at this game and I'll be booing as loud as I can for Tom Brady. Although I don't think it'll make much of a difference. The Buccaneers have one of the best rosters in football, and I think it'll be uh, an easy an easy loss for the Jets, unfortunately. Hopefully, hopefully they'll keep it competitive. And of course, how else could the Jets end the season by, by playing in Buffalo against the Buffalo Bills? As much as I hate to do this, I'm giving the Bills the season sweep over the Jets, uh, handing us our eighth loss of the season. And that, that's going to leave the Jets going 9-8 in 2021. That is my prediction as of right now. I think it'll be a great developmental year. You know, we're not going to be terrible, but we'll be fighting for that 7th or 6th wild card spot heading into the postseason. I don't know if we'll make it or not, but 9-8, and 8-9 eight, eight and nine I think is a, is a fair expectation for the Jets to have going into 2021. What people don't realize is, you know, the Jets did go 2-14 and 14 last season, but with better coaching, I really thought they could have been a, a five or six win team. There was a lot of winnable games on the schedule last year. Like they should have beaten the Broncos. They should have beaten the Patriots. They should have beaten the Dolphins at least once. It was just absolutely terrible. And this this, this roster is is a lot better than people give it credit for, especially with the additions that they, that were made in free agency and the draft. All in all, I, I believe I said this in last week's episode, but. Really how this team performs this season is all on the shoulders of Zach Wilson. And I don't mean that in a sense that there's all this pressure on him to perform. I mean, depending on how he plays his first year in the NFL depends on how good this team's going to be. If, if he's phenomenal, if he's Justin Herbert like, like last year, this team has the potential to win 9 or 10 games and, and maybe make the wild card. If he has a bit of a slower year, which is absolutely okay, you know, rookies have, have years like that, then this is more of a, you know, like a 5 or 6, 7 win team. Regardless, I'm counting down the days, four more months until the season opens up, and I just couldn't be more excited until this uh, this jet season takes off, you know what I mean. Thank you for tuning in, and if you're listening to this, stay out of Zach Wilson's mom's mentions, please. Have a good week, and go Jets. You've been listening to The Breath of Fresh Jets with Charlie Badweaver.